feel like you don't want to talk about people jumping off buildings. Hey everyone, it's me, your host Paul Pallotta, and you are listening to yet another, or possibly your first episode of Can I Get a Suggestion, a podcast where I have on a guest and we talk about, well, we don't know what we're going to talk about, hence the name of the podcast. We draw a suggestion out of the bowl, and whatever it is, that's what we're going to talk about. So you're probably wondering, who am I talking to today? Well, do I have a treat for all my listeners because I have writer, comedian, funny boy, Aaron LaRoche. Yeah! I'm trying to whistle, but my mouth is dry. Ah, yeah. Ooh, cotton mouth. Not a good way to start a podcast where you relied on talking. It'll come. It'll come. Let it let it warm up. Let the saliva build up a little bit. Can you do the fingers in the mouth whistle like that makes it real loud? I always gag. Well, you're not supposed to stick your fingers in that deep. You know, I think it just goes like right behind the teeth. Oh, uh, okay. That explains. Yeah, you're not supposed to tickle your tonsils. Yeah, that's what... I thought you were supposed to just put the whole thing in there and then try and blow. Right, yeah, I stuck my whole fist in there and there was making no noise. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so I've known Aaron for a couple of years now, and we were just recently placed on the same improv team with the Armory Comedy. Yeah, that deserves a whistle. Yeah. Ooh, Paul and Aaron on the stage together. No telling what could happen. Two, two sticks of dynamite. Wild cards, I'd like to... Who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to perform in 2023 with everybody. We'll be on our 15th variant of COVID. We'll all be <laughs> mutants. We'll all be out there with a third eye. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, I, I think so. How long have you been doing improv for? Uh, I've been doing improv for seven years. Seven. All in New York or? One year in Massachusetts, and then the rest has been here. In New York. I'm a liar. (gasps) Oh, that's it. You're off the podcast. I only have truth tellers on this podcast. It's been a pleasure. I look forward (laughs) to to the five minutes. Right, yeah. Didn't even get to the suggestion. I don't know what to title it. Aaron LaRoche, noted lie. <laughs> Can't be trusted. Yeah. You're the reason Stone Cold Steve Austin has trust issues. Yeah, the stunner is actually was made to incapacitate me. <laughs> Every time you lie, just a simple stun. Yeah. Sweet. You ready to just jump into it, figure out what we're going to be talking about? Yeah. As always, you see my nice little trusty bowl, right? I like to shake it around so the people can get that ASMR. I think there's a coin in there to make it a little jingle. The coin tickled my brain. I like that. 
So that's what it's in there for. You know, you need that little base. That's the base of the bowl. Aaron, why don't you be a kind soul and tell the people what we're talking about? The word is build. Build? Okay. All right, so I get started the same way every time. When you hear the word build, where's your mind go to? That word makes me think of building things. Are you much of a handyman, a construction man? Like, can you build stuff? If there are directions, I can build it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in my ability to like fix things, as long as they're not like. If there's screws, I can probably manage it. But if it's like attached to things that are like heat or gas involved, that's when it gets a little, a little dicey. Well, Dicey. Have you ever done construction work or anything like that? The closest I've gotten is tearing down. Like when an old school was closing down, I would help move. The demolition process. I only carried things. I didn't get to blow anything up. Ah. So my dad, he, uh, like, that's what he does. He buys houses and flips them over. So I've gotten. The demolition is always the fun because you're in there with the sledgehammer and it's like, well, everything's got to go and we really don't care how it goes. So you just get to like go in there and take your anger out and beat the shit out of stuff. It's the best part of uh, building something is breaking it down when uh, there's nothing like being able to rip up a whole room. With no, where it's like, oh, we don't have to worry about keeping it pristine or keep, like, no, it's got to go. You're, you're the last people in that building. You can do it. You could, you could take a shit on the floor if you want. Uh, have you done that? Have you ever taken a shit on a floor? <laughs> this is high quality content we got going on here. Have I ever taken a shit on the floor? Huh. I have... Yet to, but I have come close. Out of spiteness or just like, oh, this would be funny or... The the worst thing I've done with my shit out of spite is uh, uh, shit in a trash can at a closed down aquarium because uh, they wouldn't let us in. So you had to let them know. Why was it closed down? What if there was like a leak or something? It was... It was closed down because it was it was late. We were we honestly shouldn't have been there, but it was like come on, we just wanna see we just wanna see some sturgeons. I don't see what the big deal is. It's like fish do fish sleep, you know, they're probably awake, just let us in. Do fish sleep? They probably get like ten hours a day. I feel like oh, the ocean is sort of timeless. They don't got well, the, yeah, animals don't understand concept of time, do they? Some of them have to. Like, I feel like owls, they know when to go to sleep and when to be up. Because they're up during, I guess all animals, you know, dogs and, well, most animals sleep at all times. But when you're in the ocean like that and deep, you don't get sunlight. It's the same every like you would think 20, like especially deep in the ocean when it gets all dark, it's that dark no matter what time of day. 
Yeah, that's true. They probably just live in a weird sort of osmosis of like, I don't know what yesterday is or if it's today. Fish don't have a set schedule. They don't have like, I feel like they're, they're the most prim, they are, <laughs> they are the most primordial. Noah's Ark was a fun build. That'd be cool to build a ark that was big enough for every animal. Do you buy that Noah built that by himself? No, he had God with him. I think God came down and was carrying two by fours on his shoulder over to the ship. Let's get to it. You and me, Noah. How long did it say? I'm I'm not too familiar. You know, of course, you know the story, but how long did it say it took him to build? Like if he said, oh, we built it in a week, I'm going to have some questions, you know, maybe some some unpaid labor laws or something going on. My head, it was like three days, but I know that's not right. It was probably like a bunch of, I think it was like a hundred years. That it took him to build the ark? I feel like that's a lot, you know, like, I think I could build a ship in a year by myself. The the side, you could build the ark in a year, you're confident? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to get a lot of wood. And And I'm assuming this is, I'm going to go six days a week. I'm going to take Sunday off, right? The day of rest. So, you know, you go on Monday. Monday's material day. Let me go pick up all the material that I'm going to need for this week. And then that gives you five strong 16-hour days a week. I could get an orc built in a year. So, yeah, I think I think it's possible. I could see that. I it's got to be a big arc because there's some, you know, big animals. That you got to have room for two elephants, two lions, two, and I guess individual cages because you couldn't just let them wander around on the on the arc. Well, in the classic Noah's, I think it was an open open seating situation. Oh, first come, first serve. You don't need a reservation, but if you show up late, you might have to be on the poop deck, you know? Well, I feel like when it comes to that, every deck is the poop deck if you got all those animals running around wild. That's definitely a concern. I was was thinking about the, uh... All right, how... What is your podcast rated? What What can I say and what can I not say? We can say whatever we want. The floor is yours. I feel like the uh, Ark was the first place where bestiality happened. You think Noah fucked an animal? I think think Noah fucked an animal. An animal fucked Noah. I think two different species. Imagine you're on a boat for like... What was it, 40 days and 40? But that was just how long it rained. You had to wait for the rain to reside. They were on that boat for like years. Years. Cabin fever, you know? Yeah. Blings are going to happen. Some, you know, it's going to be a magical night. The moon is going to look right. Ooh, a zebra and a gazelle are going to look at each other. The light's going to be shining off of the zebra's fur. And that gazelle's going to be like, wow. I've never seen you in this light before. 
I wonder, you know, there's some species that are like, I guess, mixed breeds that could have been where, where it happened. Right. You know, like we have mutts with dogs and stuff, interbreeding dog, you know, it's like two of two dogs, but is it two of every breed of dog or just two dogs in general? I, yeah, I've, I've always assumed that it was like all species and all breeds. So this arc might be a little bigger than I'm imagining. So it might take me two years. Two years. Give yourself, give yourself some breathing room for uh... you. I would rather have too much time. That way I'm not feeling rushed at the end. You know, you can spend that last week giving it a good sand job and not like running around trying to fill up uncovered holes so it don't sink. Have you ever built something or been in the process of building something and been like, why the fuck did I do this? Why did I decide to build this? Honestly, I'm trying to think if I've ever really built anything, which is kind of sad to say. Like, you know, I'm sure I built, like, a birdhouse back in Cub Scouts or something like that. But I don't know if there's anything where it's like, oh, shit, how cool would it be to build a bed frame or anything like that? Oh, I feel you. Okay. Do you think to build something, wood has to be involved? No, you could build something with steel. You could build something with, uh... Alumina, I'm just trying to think of other, like, metals or wood. Like, you got to have that hard substance. You know, you could build something with cement. Do you build a sculpture? Would you consider that building something or sculpting it? I consider it sculpting or chiseling. Like, if uh, I've always imagined. But there are sculptures that kind of, like, get made from clay. and then... You got to, like, piece them together. Like, every piece comes with, like, a number on it. Do you have any Ikea furniture? I think I have. My desk is from Ikea. My... The thing, the table, the long table in our kitchen is Ikea, I think. And... Yeah, mostly just tables. And you put them together yourself, or...? Because, again, is that considered building? As I mean, because that's like piecing together, but you're still, I guess, building it. I feel like it's the assembly, like the assembly required. It's building if you have to, like, uh, screw in something. But if it's just attaching things, then I don't think it's building. And I guess, you know, thinking now... Building doesn't have, like, you know, you could say, oh, I'm building up your confidence or I'm building up calluses on my skin to have thick skin, which is a metaphorical build, I guess. It's all about, like, raising something, raising something to a higher station than it was previously. Have you ever looked into, like, architecture? Like, does do you... Does that fascinate you, or are you just like, eh, whatever, it's buildings? I like brutalist, brutalist buildings. 
What is that? It's very like cuby. It's like all of the buildings that are sort of like minimalist, bare bones, and sort of like sort of robotic. Kind of like uh, the new. Even though I don't like Hudson Yards, <laughs> it's kind of like that. The new Hudson Yards. Thing. Oh right. With like the the stairs and stuff, like the I call it the beehive. Yeah, yeah. Do you think when they were building that, the guy was like, "One day this is gonna be the suicide capital of the world." One hundred percent. But you don't you don't build a giant beehive and expect people to be okay with it. Right. I would wear that as like a badge of honor. It's like, yeah, people chose my building to jump off of. You know, they could have chose any other building in New York, but they chose this one. It's not even the highest in the city, which is pretty accomplished. You don't want the highest in the... Because you don't die until you hit the ground. So, like, if it was me, I would want the minimal height that I would have to jump from to, like, guarantee death, right? Where it's like, okay, this fall is only five seconds instead of, say, a 20... Because it's either way, I imagine that's going to be the longest five, ten seconds of your life. But, you know, you want that minimal because if it's, like, 30 seconds, you're just kind of like, well, shit, I wish I would hit the ground already or something. It's the falling falling into a void dream. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully we never find out. Yeah, I feel uh, pretty confident that buildings will, will sustain us for a while. If I jump off a building, I want it to be like the highest point, though. Just on the off chance I can make eye contact with a bird. Oh, I thought you were going to say with like someone who's in the building and like you just make that yeah. eye contact while you're flying by the window yeah i, I want to traumatize someone I, wanna, <laughs> yeah. I looked right into his soul on his way down and i could tell he regretted it there's a, a superman comic with that is there like somebody uh jumps out of a building and uh, they're like, damn, if only I, if only I had uh, not done the things I did, done did. It wasn't Superman who killed himself, just to clarify. Oh, okay. I thought that's how the whole, that's what I was waiting for, Superman 4. I figured that's how it went. And he, Superman didn't save him? Nah, he didn't. He asked Superman not to save him, and he, he didn't. Dang. I don't know if I'd be able to, if I had a, if someone ever came up to me and was like, hey, I'm going to do this, don't help me, or don't save me, you know, whatever. I don't know if I'd be able to honor that wish. It's it's truly, it's what, it's like one of those compliments that's actually an insult, but like, it's not, it's asking for help without asking for help, I feel like. Have you uh, seen... Like, I'm sure you've seen them, 3D printers and stuff. Like, they're now, they said they can almost 3D print a whole home and stuff. 
where it's like making things cheaper. Because right now I know lumber and everything price-wise is just super high. I wonder if that's like the future of architecture and stuff is 3D printing everything. and But then probably the quality dies down a little bit. The thing with the 3D printing is that it it's it's making things cheaper, but it's also making things more durable. Like there are people working on weird mushroom bricks that are sort of like soft. So instead of like a building having to like, you have to tear it down if it's on fire, I guess, like it'd be more able to just like, it's still part of shit and can hold up a bunch of but it's easier to break down. I just seen, I think it was like a Twitter fax or something. They said 30 years ago, you had an average of 17 minutes to get out of the house if it caught on fire. But now because everything is built cheaper, like not just the house, but usually furniture and stuff, it lights on fire quicker. And so now you have like an average of three to four minutes to get out of the house before I guess you're engulfed in flames. That's a big difference. It makes you wonder why they use the uh, the tinder box and not just use the one that's not going to go up in flames. Where I used to live at in Charlotte, you know, is one of those neighborhoods where you pretty much had three kind of different houses, but it was just like one, two, three, one, two, three, where all the houses you could tell were put up quick and cheap just to get them up. Instead of quality, it's about, like, filling them up real quick. Quantity, right. There's a lot of architecture, like, the from, let's say, the 70s or 60s that are starting to, like, totally disintegrate. Like, there was that whole thing in, I want to say Miami, where that fucking building totally just fell apart. Oh, like a hotel or something, right? Yeah. Collapsed, yeah. And then didn't it also happen in Vegas, a building collapsed? Old, old shit finally, like, reaching its breaking point. And it's, it's like, how do, how do we sign off on things that are How do we sign off on buildings is very interesting. Bridges, too. Someone, I heard somewhere, they said bridges kind of, they only built them to kind of last a hundred years. And this is what someone told me because apparently they thought, well, in a hundred years, we're going to have flying cars. So we don't need bridges. So like they're having to go in and like, you know, just sturdy them back up. Uh, Just put some stilts under them, put a big old book underneath the bridges and hope for the best. Could you imagine driving over Brooklyn Bridge and, like, you just start seeing the wire snapping and it's like, that's got to, that would be a scary feeling. I can only imagine it because it's been in a lot of, it's been in movies sometime. That's true. It's kind of outplayed. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's happened in real life. Definitely other places, but I'm... This is going to sound like I'm wishing for the downfall of America, and I'm not. Well, we're on the way. (laughs) You're just predicting the future. (laughs)
Yeah, it's sort of like finally like all of the all of the hubris of like we got the best stuff and now it's starting to come out. We used really cheap shit and it looks like uh some of that stuff some of that stuff is more silly putty than uh than actual steel or concrete. It's like that Chevy Chase uh Vegas uh fucking National Lampoon goes to Vegas where he keeps sticking the gum on the leaks at Hoover Dam, thinking, oh, this'll fix it. It's crazy to think how people built things before machinery. You know, like, you know, the Great Wall of China and the pyramids and all of that stuff. Mud used to have, like, more of a... Oomph. Like, I feel like mud used to be really important to civilization, like, making making uh, clay and concrete, and now we're just taking a... I feel like we gotta get back to mud. Right. Well, if you go out to, like, Arizona, where, you know, it gets real hot, a lot of their houses are, like, made out of the clay and stuff, because I guess the heat. There's been, like, stories of, like, car batteries, and I assume if, again, you know, the way the weather's going, it's just going to get hotter. Just houses just from the heat outside catching on, like, not even anything in the inside. It's going to catch on fire from the outside, from just the natural heat of Earth. Holy shit. Imagine, like, waking up to, like, thinking that, thinking, like, it's really hot, and then you look outside and... Your house, your house is on fire. <laughs> right, be like, wow, it really was hot out here. It's coming, it's coming. What do you think about building uh, one big water park? I think it would be fun. I guess that's where engineering and stuff comes in. Because you'd have to know physics, right? That way you don't get stuck halfway down the water slide like oh i'm gonna put in all these little fun little tricks but then you don't have enough momentum to keep carrying you through it there was a the carowinds in north carolina i don't know if every water park has it the big bucket that fills up and then when it fills up it tips over and stuff those I, that was always my favorite i love a, i love a good water slide that adds water right in the middle just like a extra extra burst or one where, uh, you know, it's got like the little jump at the end, so you fly through the air. Yeah. I haven't been to a water park in a minute. I feel like that's the future. Water parks? Water parks, like water water stations, like, it's a, it's a park, but it's like... A way to cool us down. Yeah. It's, it'll be like WeWorks, but WeWets. WeWets. Did you just come up with a million-dollar idea? Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've been paying uh, probably now two years. I've been paying for a membership for Six Flags, and I have yet to been. I was going to go one day, and then I never made it. But yet, I, and it was like cheaper to just do the yearly pass. Which was like ten bucks a month, and then when I went to go cancel it, 
they were like, well, how about you just keep it for $6 a month? And I was like, you know what? For $6 a month, I'll pay that. So I've been paying, I mean, three or four years now, I've been paying for Six Flags. (laughs) $6 a month is a fucking good deal. Right, even if I don't go. like, And I think, I wonder if that's, I don't even know if that's for just the one close to us. And I think it's in Jersey or all Six Flags. I feel like you're going to be grandfathered in. You might even be a CEO of Six Flags by now. By now, the stock that I've put in then. Yeah. You should check. Like, uh, did you ever play, what was it, Roller Coaster Tycoon or anything like that, where you built your own roller coasters? Yeah, I, I was a Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I was a... There was one where you ran a hospital and ran the hospital. Yeah, you like you buy a hospital. You like make sure you buy all the equipment for it and you see if it. It might have been called Hospital Sim, but it was. Uh, I did not do a good job. That would make sense. That would be smart on Sim's part. Uh, you know, because. Back when we're about the same age, you know, I guess maybe our middle school or whatever, when Sims took over the world and it seemed like everyone was playing it to branch out to be like, oh, now you can do a hospital. You can do, oh, you want to be a teacher. We can have schools or something like that. Yeah. Theme hospital. (laughs) They're building and we're going to, I'll use the word building to fit it all together. You know, the virtual reality world. I'm fascinating to see. Because, you know, that movie Ready Player One to me is the most realistic in the future movie that we have. Do you you think the metaverse... I mean, the metaverse is already here, I guess. So, and it may not be like the metaverse that in the end wins it. But I do... Because... You can buy land in virtual reality. You can do all this stuff where they're, you know, they're just building out that whole world. And it's like, oh, shoot, my life sucks here on Earth. You know, I go to a job that I hate. I, you know, I'm raising kids that I hate. Just everything sucks. Let me lock into this new world where I can be whoever I want to be. The split between the virtual and the real world is becoming thinner and thinner. Like, I went to a virtual reality conference last two months ago, and I was seeing, like, already they're augmenting and working on, like, having fully online schools be more virtual. Oh, I didn't even think of it, because now, especially now... What if Mark Zuckerberg started Corona to get people into this virtual reality world? That's my new theory. Mark Zuckerberg started Corona to get people in the metaverse. I'm going to tell you who I think did it. And it might sound crazy, but I... I love crazy. I think it was the Tiger King. The Tiger King, okay. Old Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic was in jail. 
he knew that the documentary was coming out. He was just like, how do I get people to stay home and watch this? Right, because he probably had that first viral. He was like that first series to really take off when Corona happened. He's like hunting for exotic animals. He's around exotic shit. His exotic is in his name. He sees a sick bat. It's just like, yeah, oh, one of my people got sick from this. I'm going to go. I'm just going to release this bat see what happens. Ah, so someone had corona before they even knew it was corona. And Joe is like, he knew how to monetize it, maximize off of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I like that theory. Research it. Research Joe Exotic. If anybody's listening to this has any pull in the government, I do have to say that. I, well, player, Ready Player One is like probably a little more on the nose. I think we're going to end up in Waterworld. Waterworld. Yeah. All of us on books. Like, Waterworld is like a maybe like a indoor because that's what he Disney wanted Epcot to be when he first built it. Uh, but when he died, it kind of went away like a live in community. Is that kind of what Waterworld is? It's like a live in water park. It would be the polar ice cap has completely melted. We got. The sea level is crazy, covering almost all of the land. And all of us are on boats, just kind of like living on the sea. Pirate-esque, but we still like have some social order. And I wonder if evolution, things adapt to their surroundings. If that is the case where most of land is underwater, does, does mankind, does humans evolve to where oh, our bodies can handle the colder temperatures and, you know, we may eventually have gills, you know? Yeah, yeah we might, uh, we might actually. The, uh, evolution could, I mean, I guess humans are kind of a build in a way, if you believe in evolution. You know, it's, the caveman and then Neanderthals were human-like, but not exactly. So I think we're constantly evolving. We're getting taller. We're getting stronger. We're getting... Gassier. It's gassier. Because <laughs> you're like 6'3", right? Something like that? Yes. To where I feel like, and I don't know, but early 1900s, where 6'3 is kind of now an average, not average, but not as freak show as maybe in the early 1900s or something. I could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong before, but, you know, I just think we're still evolving and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely don't think we are done growing as a species. I'm, I'm I bet all of us will have wings at some point. You think so? We're going to have to figure out some way to... Ooh, that's the opposite to where I was thinking we were going to evolve to live in the water. You're... We're going to evolve to live above the water. 
I think uh, humans are gonna be apes, uh, Cro-Magnons, humans, bird people, humans again, kinda, then fish, then probably go into some weird kind of all three hybrid. All in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, I want to experience that. If if mankind ever gets the ability to fly, I want to be able to get a piece of that. <laughs> There's got to be scientists out there, right, who are like trying to build wings for man to fly. I guess jetpacks and stuff, but I want like actual wings that you can control. Yes. Uh, there's already people, there's like cybernetics research going on all the time about implementing uh, robot, not robot, but machine eyes, machine limbs. I'm sure someone's going to be like machine flight. We already have exoskeletons, or the army. The army definitely has. I like to think, you know, you watch like those movies where the government and the military has all these. Fa- I'm like, all that stuff's real. They they have so much stuff that we couldn't even think about. <laughs> yeah. And people working on things like that they shouldn't, but because how long until you know, like you said, you can get almost get like artificial stuff where. Someone's building an artificial heart that'll let mankind live, I guess, as long as the body. That's the biggest thing is having the body not age. But technology, I feel like we could build ourselves an artificial heart that'll keep pumping forever. Might have to get an oil change every once in a while, but. It's a fair price. Fair price. That's for the rich of the rich. So yeah, I believe I believe that about covers for build. I think we got us a good conversation in. How you feeling? Feeling pretty good. Yeah. Feeling good? You got Talk. everything off your chest? Uh at least eighty percent. Okay, that's enough. You know, I don't want it all off. So yeah, I want to thank you uh for joining us. Thank I had you. a I had a great conversation. I had a lot of fun with this. Yeah, this is this is fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Uh, I look forward to listening to this and other episodes on all platforms. Or all pod- platforms. I got four on Spotify right now. Oh, Spotify. Okay, I'm gonna fire that up. Hey, if people want to reach out to you and say, "Hey, your opinions on Build match with my opinions." Where can they find you? What's your social media tags? Oh. Uh, my social media is the streets. Find me outside, baby. <laughs> Cash me outside. Yes. My, my, my Instagram handle is Hershey Lickings. And my name on Facebook is just, just my name. Do people still use Facebook? What, TikTok? Are you a TikToker? I do not TikTok. I don't either. 
if you want to get that blue check mark or whatever they have on TikTok, you gotta. It just seems like I would rather have fun with my friends and enjoy enjoy my life. We're not ready to get sucked into the metaverse yet. We wanna we wanna live real life. Yeah, we're gonna use our limbs. We're gonna <laughs> use our limbs for a while longer. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for joining us, though. It was my pleasure. Definitely. I'll see you around. See you at practice. All right, everyone, and thank you so much. That is another episode of Can I Get a Suggestion? And what a conversation I had with the Aaron LaRoche about build. Who knew we could have such a conversation about it? That's why I do this podcast, so we can get deep into the thoughts about thoughts we may have never had. That's how deep they are. Thank you again, and uh, if you liked what you heard, follow us on Instagram. We have Instagram at C-I-G-A-S-Pod. That's for Can I Get a Suggestion Pod, but Can I Get a Suggestion Pod was too long for the handle. And we will be back next week with another episode of Can I Get a Suggestion?